Welcome back, everyone. Another week of Taurus Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. This week, we have a great guest joining us, the regional sales manager at Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating up here in the Northeast. It's Roger Willette. Roger, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Matt. I really appreciate you having me in today. I'm looking forward to the uh, topic of new construction today. Just before we get into the the big topic here, can you introduce yourself to the people? I mean, a lot of folks out there know who you are, especially our dealers, but can you just let some of the other folks who might not know you as well know who you are, what your role is at Mitsubishi Electric, and how you got to this position? You know, it's it's not an easy position to get to, so just a little bit of your story. Well, I started in this industry about 20 years ago on the distribution side, working for a company with a very similar model to SG Taurus. I did that for 11 years, and then I became a, a manufacturer's rep for about three years, selling primarily commercial products, but one of my lines was a ductless line. That's actually where I met some of the folks from Mitsubishi Electric. I started building some relationships with them because we were working with local utilities to develop rebates here in New England. The relationship continued to grow, and I ended up fulfilling an area manager position here about six and a half years ago. did that job for... Uh, almost four years, and then was promoted uh, two and a half years ago to regional. I am blessed to work with a great team here in New England, and we basically cover everything from Rhode Island north all the way up through Vermont and Maine. So again, great team, just a phenomenal product. We work with great distributors like yourselves and, our, of course, our diamond contractor network. As you heard Roger say, today we're going to be talking about new construction, but not in your typical way. When folks think new construction, they think of unitary units that have to go in and pretty much every unit's the same you mass order and you throw these units in well we've talked about mitsubishi as a whole home solution and now we're going to talk about how mitsubishi can be used in new construction applications this is a pretty pretty big shift for the ductless and mitsubishi electric market roger can you just touch on one how the mitsubishi brand line has evolved to become this whole home solution we've touched on it before but it's always good to get a different point of view mm-hmm. and two how it now fits into the new construction mold in the 20 years that i've been selling ductless products there has been just an incredible evolution in the product and its offering 20 years ago they were primarily used for spot heating and spot cooling and most often in light commercial and commercial applications. Very seldom were they actually going into residences. Then around 2006, uh, manufacturers started to switch to a new refrigerant, R410A, which is what we're utilizing today. And about that time, fuel costs started to rise drastically. You know, oil in, in 2008 during the economic downturn was... We all remember that. Yeah, it was over $4 a gallon. And at the same time, our product as a heat pump was working very well in low temperatures because of this new refrigerant and the invention of the inverter technology into the product. So we went from an R22 non-variable speed product to a 410A you know, low temperature heating product that is variable speed and all of a sudden it opened up all of these new applications for us. Then in 2012, around that time, we introduced the hyperheat technology into our multi-zones, and that's really when the whole home solution started to come into play. Uh, from that time forward, you know, contractors have really adopted the Mitsubishi product line as a way to heat and cool homes year-round, and because of that, now new construction They're also looking at the product because, number one, they don't need to bring in an outside fuel source, whether it be natural gas, propane, no tanks on site, you know, no oil in the basement. But they also don't have to build chimneys and ventilation systems in the buildings, which make them tighter. So you have, you know, less draft, less less air leaving the building. Our products are easy to rough in. So most of the guys, you know, they'll rough in the line sets. 
drain lines, all the wiring and everything that goes with the system into the walls, and then the insulators come and they bury that stuff, the sheetrockers come, and then they come back and they set the indoor and the outdoor units and they're finished. It's a great product for new construction applications. You mentioned how tight these homes are and how really when you're looking at new construction, all these developers are really looking for the tightest, most efficient home. You see this in window innovations and door innovations and all that. With the efficiency of these Mitsubishi Electric products and the benefit of pretty much zero draft, is that something that a dealer should be pitching to these developers in terms of, hey, you can make your house even more efficient, use that as a selling point to the end user? Absolutely, Matt. If you look at the way the industry is changing, utilities are actually becoming a big part of what we do, and they're incentivizing customers to build a more efficient home. Uh, If you look at California, for instance, come 2020, any new construction home is going to have to be net zero. And other states are following suit. New York is, is very close to changing their building code to be similar to California's, and Massachusetts usually follows right not gonna Not going to be long. It's, it won't be long at all. So in order to achieve those goals, you really can't burn fossil fuel. You need to make the envelope as tight as possible. You need to use solar to generate as much of your electricity need as possible. And then you need to utilize that, that free electricity that you're generating with solar by something like a heat pump. Uh, so again, this is a way to get that that net zero goal achieved and also get the utility goals achieved by getting off of fossil fuel and under renewables with the dates that they're setting, you know, 2030 for some states, 2050 for others. Uh, but they've got some pretty lofty goals that we can't get to without utilizing heat pumps. Outside of the utilities advantage and the, the efficiencies, what are some of the other advantages that you see in installing both ductless and mixed systems? with Mitsubishi. We can we touch on mix systems a little bit further along the line here, but what are some of the advantages of installing these Mitsubishi electric systems in these new construction homes outside of just the utilities? Certainly, if you're thinking about it from an end user's benefit, it would certainly be comfort. You know, with these systems being able to mix and match the different size indoor units as well as the different styles, like you mentioned, with some ducted, some non-ducted whether it be a high wall, a ceiling mount, or a floor unit, we can zone their house room by room. And the beauty of that is when you build these homes really tight, you know, you could turn a room down to 50. That room probably will never get down to 50 as tight as these homes are. But it does allow them to zone essentially every room in the house with our systems. You mentioned some of the product. We, we've talked about it here a lot. We did an M&P series podcast with Chris Morin. When looking at a new construction home, you know, we, we're not thinking of this necessarily in the HVAC point of view, but guys who are trying to go out there and pitch to developers of new construction homes is the aesthetics as well. The ceiling mount, to me, is one that really folks can go out and pitch because if you can build a new home and zone every room like you're talking about and really be able to zone every room without seeing your air conditioning or your heating... It just it adds to the aesthetics, but not only the ceiling set. You have you guys have a lot of different products that now can kind of hide the the heating and the cooling coming into the house. Can you just touch on some of those? Absolutely. The new MLZ one-way ceiling cassette mat has been a game changer for us. Being able to fit into a standard 16-inch stud bay and again get the product off the wall and out of the line of sight of the end user has really been an advancement that uh, Mitsubishi is the only one currently that has anything like that on the market. So that has definitely been a game changer and it's been adopted very quickly 
by the contractor base. We are seeing more and more architects designing their homes with this type of product in mind. But also we do have you know, more advanced high wall units like the EF models that we now actually offer in different colors, the white, the silver, the black. So depending on the home's decor, you know, we can match it with different style indoor units as well. Then you look at the KJ low, low wall or floor mount, we call it. You know, that looks more like a traditional radiator or, or, you know, traditional heating system, and a lot of people like that style as well. So there's a lot of options, and then if the customer doesn't want to see it at all, then we have our ducted options from low to medium to high static. So that really can solve just about any application problem. You talked about mixing in ducted with ductless. Again, we're, we're pushing out more and more podcasts here working with you and your team on talking about ducted equipment with Mitsubishi Electric and mixing ducted and ductless. With this ability to mix, why should developers seriously consider Mitsubishi Electric for their new construction homes and as a dealer where there's not as much knowledge of the mixability of ductless and ducted when you mentioned Mitsubishi, how do you pitch that to these developers? Well, I think you, you, again, you have to go back to the ease of installation and then the actual overall cost of operating that system over the life of the system. So if you're a developer trying to sell, you know, uh, apartment buildings or you're trying to sell duplexes or, or whatever it may be, the end user is going to be looking at the cost of living in that space over a 20 or 30 year period. And there's nothing cheaper to operate than a cold climate heat pump. So. I think for them, you know, that's a major selling point if you can show them that not only is is this place new and energy efficient, but the cost of operating your heating system is going to be 30% less than if we had built the building with oil or propane or or some other form of heating. In single-family homes, this mix is a really appealing option for developers because on the first floor where you're going to have more people, really you can get everything out of sight while still taking advantage of the, the super efficient heat pumps. And upstairs you can go with your more traditional wall mounts, but talk about how mixing the ducted and ductless products benefits the end user, really the homeowner. It benefits them in many ways. Again, uh, depending on the application and the size of the unit that you actually need to heat or cool the space, Going with some mixed systems allows you to put different zones in, like you mentioned, the bedrooms on the second floor, but then possibly having the entire first floor as one zone on a ducted system. So that that helps you eliminate the size of the outdoor unit because you need less indoor units. What we find is a lot of times they determine the size of the outdoor unit by how many zones they want. So you know, if the developer wants six different zones in the building, they may go with a you know, an 8C48, for instance, but they really only need 30,000 BTUs. So by going mixed, they may be able to eliminate two or three indoor units by ducting an entire floor or a wing of a building, which again gets the system much closer to the actual load. What we're finding as we learn more and more about our products and about these applications in, in the, again, low energy or high performance homes, what we're finding is the multi-zones have a much lower turndown ratio than the single zones do. So the smaller sizes, the better, if you will. You know, 30,000 is going to give you a much better modulation rate than a 48 if your load is really only around 30,000 BTUs. So going mixed allows you to, again, be at the right size without being oversized. For our dealers out there, a lot of them are starting to get into this market of using Mitsubishi Electric. 
in new construction applications. You and I talked off the air. There's a strong focus on this over at Mitsubishi and our dealers are focusing on it too. When they're going and really pitching the first time that they're using Mitsubishi Electric for developer for whether it be a new single family home, condo complex, townhouses, apartments, whatever, how should they approach this? You know, a lot of a lot of developers are gonna look at it and say, get out of here, I've been, I've been using the same unitary matchup on all my units for the past 10 years. Why am I gonna switch? Well, what, what reasons can our dealers give and say, all right, I know I've been selling you the same thing for years, but hear me out on this. Well, one of the major benefits of going with our cold climate heat pumps um, is that you know, a traditional way of thinking, they would have to put in a heating system, obviously, especially in this part of the country. Traditional way of doing that was either hydronics or forced hot air. And then if the customer wanted cooling, you know, you typically install a second system. If it wasn't a forced hot air system, you had a hydronic system, and then you had a ducted conventional air conditioning system. So the cost to do both is about double what it would be to put in a ductless heat pump. And the ductless heat pump is gonna give you your heating and your cooling all in one package. So again, less product in the building, less cost up front, and a 30 to 40% cheaper operating cost over the life of the system. And when the developer says, oh, but it, heat pumps, again, this is, we're educating folks on this, but developers aren't necessarily gonna have the education that the dealer will. Right. When they say a heat pump, that that gets that doesn't work as well in the cold. Mm-hmm. You can hit them with the, hey, this is hyperheat, it's rated at 100% all the way down to five degrees and works well below zero, right? right. That's right. So we, uh, we actually, Mitsubishi saw the evolution of construction about five years ago and we started to develop our own team, which we now call the high performance team. And we actually have folks in every business unit around the country that solely focus on these developers, the builders, the architects, and they are well versed in not only the capabilities of the product, but also in new construction and how products go into the building. And uh, for these dealers that are doing new construction work, I would highly recommend that they reach out to Mitsubishi Electric and bring in somebody from our new construction team. Uh, we do lunch and learns with architects, with engineers, you know, with the actual building contractors. We do go over the performance of the system at low temperatures and show them that we absolutely can meet those needs. You know, we've done projects from, from northern and central Maine all the way down to Rhode Island with no problem with these products heating the buildings year-round. So we know that they work. We have case studies that we can show them. I think when they leave those meetings, they leave very confident that this product is going to perform as, as we promise. For a dealer, if they don't necessarily have the ability to get a meeting where they can have the developer that they're working with meet with somebody from Mitsubishi Electric, all this information is available to them through either your team or if they talk with their territory manager, the TM can go out and get it from you guys as well, right? Absolutely. So we have a website, Matt, where they can go and actually pull case studies. And, you know, there's not a million of them, but there's just about one for every type of application on there for both residential and commercial. So I would highly recommend that they use those resources. Mitsubishi also has thousands of videos on their YouTube channel where we actually shoot testimonials with end users and also with developers. So, you know, they should utilize those resources and, and use them to the fullest extent that they can. Roger, we know that all the products are efficient. They work well. Again, we can mix ducted, ductless. You can go ceiling mount, high wall, low wall. Another great benefit is how you can control these units and how easy it is to control these units. Can you touch on some of the control interfaces that are available, both wireless, Bluetooth 
applications and your traditional ones? I think that's one of the advantages Mitsubishi Electric has right now over our competition is we have many options for the end user and for the builders and developers when it comes to controls. You touched on Bluetooth, so we have our Kumo Cloud platform, which is our Wi-Fi interface. We can use that on any of our indoor units, and that allows the homeowner to control the entire system zone by zone from a smart device, whether it be a phone, a tablet, a laptop. That is a great interface for the end user. They can build in scheduling and programming, and they can switch modes from heating to cooling and vice versa. They can change fan speeds. They can adjust temperature everything that they would do traditionally on a programmable thermostat. Besides that, we have the MHK1 controller, which is a programmable thermostat. It's backlit. It'll actually do the sensing. The advantage of that is on some of these high-performance homes, you may only have one head or one indoor unit servicing an entire floor because the load is so low. Well, the downside of that is, you know, it may be mounted in the living room, but the foyer may get a couple degrees cooler because you know, the unit's going to satisfy before the heat ever reaches that other side of the building. So with the MHK1, we can actually remote mount that somewhere else in the home and have it be the sensing device, which will force the unit to run longer and absolutely heat the entire space before it satisfies. When you get beyond that for the builders, you know, if you get into apartment buildings and things like that, they actually can avoid putting a control on the wall at all. We have remote sensors that are flush mount, so we can remote sense but have nothing on the wall you know, the interface could actually be utilized by the building owner or the building manager. We have simple remote controls which are non-programmable, basically heat cool up and down on the temperature. They have limited control over it and they're hardwired so nobody's going to steal anything and take it with them when they move out. And then we get into the commercial applications. We have the PAR 33 wired controllers which is more sophisticated. It has occupy unoccupied mode. So those are just a few but there are so many options now with controls and being tech-driven like we are today, you know, the Kumo Cloud sales have just exploded. And with the uh, introduction to rebates like Massachusetts has now in Rhode Island with integrated controls where we can actually interface the heat pump with a backup heating system in those applications where either a heating system is existing or, you know, they have it for lead lag or just for emergency where they have a backup heating system, we can now interface the two systems and they work seamlessly and again, all of that can be controlled right from an app on your phone. He's Roger Willette, Regional Sales Manager at Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Want to thank Roger for coming on and talking Mitsubishi Electric in new construction applications. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You can go to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify. You can stream us on TuneIn Radio or iHeartRadio. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find Taurus Talk. Just search Taurus Talk. Follow along on social media as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk. And as always, you can catch all of our podcasts on our website, sgtours.com backslash podcast. One thank you again for tuning in. We'll see you next week on Horse Talk.